0: Hello and welcome to the Performing Animal Rights podcast series. My name's Ben Hunt. I'm a performance artist and practice-based researcher doing a PhD at De Montfort University in Leicester. We've got a short but sweet interview with Abby Foster today. Abby is an animal rights activist and on social media... Her work is under the name Animal Autonomy, and she recently tagged her ear with a livestock tagging gun and with a livestock tag in a show of solidarity with the animals that go through the action in the animal agriculture industry. The action was part of a fundraiser for an animal sanctuary where she managed to raise five thousand pounds through her action so in the interview we talk about that and what it means to do that kind of action as well as activism in general as well like i said it's a short but sweet one and it was a really interesting conversation which i hope you find value in and if you do find value please do share and review this podcast where you're listening to it on all that's left to say is on with the podcast well thank you abby for joining me for this interview about your creative practice in animal rights Uh, so the first question is what originally compelled you to perform for animal rights so i know you do a lot of songwriting and performing for animals at sanctuaries and i know you recently tagged your ear. So what compelled you to go down these avenues of creative approaches?
1: So funnily enough, I'd never actually thought of it as like four months until you sent me the questions. And I was like, oh yeah, I guess that's really obvious. I should have thought of that. But what compelled me to do it really was I got into activism maybe like three, four, yeah, four years ago maybe. And obviously I was doing like street activism, I was doing like all the general normal avenues you do when you get into activism yeah I was already a musician so writing songs about it just happened naturally it was never really a conscious choice to I'm gonna do outreach in this way or activism in this way it just sort of that kind of thing was on my mind when I was songwriting and that kind of thing came out in the songs so yeah
0: and what what got you to the point of thinking I will tag my ear was it just a, a was it just a thought of I wanted to feel uh, empathized with the the pain the animal goes through or was there something else what was the thought process there
1: So there's a sanctuary called Beneath the Woods in Wales, where I've done a lot of volunteering, and it's an amazing place. And they always struggle financially. And as well, I had um, a lamb who I'd raised myself, like bottle raised, and the farmer didn't want her. And she had to have her ear tagged, because for legal reasons to be at the sanctuary, they have to if they've been moved and stuff, which is horrible. And she's like this little gentle, like loving creature. And to think of someone like her having to have her ear tagged and the pain and the trauma and the not knowing what's happening that goes through that was like really heartbreaking. So I was like, hmm, this could be an interesting fundraiser if I did it too. And once I had the idea, like I just couldn't really not do it. And I ended up like planning the whole thing. And then next thing I know, we've raised five grand and I'm doing it. And I'm like, oh gosh. But yeah, I did it. <laughs> you
0: did. Yeah. And you got so much uh, support. I remember on the day and the days leading up to it so many activists and so many um supporters sending kind of solidarity kind of uh, yeah, statements was, really and nice. things. was there any obstacles were the people were the people was there any activists or people in your um in your circles going don't do it what you what you think oh yeah
1: quite a lot there was kind of two camps there was like the supportive ones who were like donate money like someone donated 780 pound with the caption please don't tag your ear (laughs) um but then there was others who were like oh there's actually nothing wrong with ear tagging and oh you shouldn't do that to yourself what when are you gonna stop like what other horrible things are you gonna do to yourself are you gonna humanely slaughter yourself for money and stuff but yeah i mean the people who kind of say there's not an issue with ear tagging have sort of a point because it's just a symptom of the fact that livestock are kept how they're kept. Otherwise it wouldn't exist as a problem. But um it's symbolic, as you say, it's performance. So <laughs> yeah.
0: It is it's interesting. You, you you say that it's it's not a big deal in the wider wider um scope of it, of of how animals are treated. But it's interesting yeah. in the sense of you doing that was massively brave and also makes people uncomfortable, like it made me feel uncomfortable, the vision of you doing that. So yeah. it it means a lot to humans. So surely it must mean a lot to non-humans as well, which is interesting that the the conversation is it's not a big deal, but mm. even the oh, yeah. not it's a big deal.
1: It's definitely a big deal for individual animals who have to have it done. Yeah. I just mean that it's not like, it wouldn't exist as a problem on its own if yeah. what we were doing to animals didn't exist.
0: Yeah, definitely. It, it is interesting that just the how how the littlest things can be seen as cruel if they're done to us but yeah. not to non-humans which you highlighted perfectly in your action which was so inspiring Going back to the activism, why animal rights?
1: Um, Well, I went vegan nine years ago when I was 15. And before that, and during that time, I watched a lot on YouTube about like how they really treat animals and all the stuff they go through. And then I went vegan and maybe like forgot about the animal rights side of it for a little while. I guess it's still just it was just really important to me and um, like even though I wasn't doing anything it was still like there and as soon as I started like doing animal rights stuff again like going to um, Manchester Pig Save and volunteering at sanctuaries where you'd meet these happy animals who'd escaped those hells I don't know it just it's just the most important thing to me like the minor problems we'd like solve if we stopped doing that to animals with the environment with health for the individual animals themselves like it would be like enormous
0: yeah definitely I can empathize with that for sure is there a um looking at the the tapestry of your activism from starting to be inspired by animal rights in your songwriting and your performing um, and then up to the ear tag action do you feel that there's a timeline there where there's certain elements of activism that you want to stay on and keep doing that so keep performing and keep doing these quite brave actions or was it just a spur spear of the moment thing is there a, a certain approach to your activism or evolution of your activism that, from these creative points that you've put into your activism
1: mm, i hope so i mean it's not really a planned out kind of like crescendo of like bigger things to come and i've got loads of things like planned from like what I've done before but yeah I mean every time I end up like looking after an animal like one-to-one every time I you know see all these horrific new things that come out from farms like the um, investigations and stuff like it gives me like more fire and more ideas of things to do to you know do my best to try and help or try and change even just one person's mind
0: is there an inspiration from because you work you volunteer with sanctuaries was there a a moment where you started to go to these sanctuaries where well just speaking where i'm getting to speaking personally i was very much doing street outreach talking to people about veganism and then i started adopting loads of animals and volunteering at sanctuaries and i felt a much more closer relationship with the animals obviously because you're there physically mm-hmm. and my activism changed because of that or my ideas of getting people closer to the animals mm-hmm. had changed a bit was there anything there with that it doesn't have to be that obvious or that physical it could be that you went to a sanctuary because you've got lovely videos of you performing to rescued animals was yeah. the moments there where you're like this is driving my activism in a certain way or just just spurring you on generally
1: mm, I mean I remember the first time I went to Beneath the Woods, I stayed for a week and it's like in the hills in the middle of nowhere and it was like winter and it was like very hard work for a week and I'd never done anything like that before I think it was maybe like a month or two before that all the pigs there had arrived there was like I think it was 85 at that point or 91 or something and they'd all come from like a cruelty case and I'd, I'd not spent much time around pigs before I'd been to Pigs in the Wood once and that's about it and they were all just like they'd come from this horrific place and now they were like safe the rest of their lives and I remember just like on the train home just like reading their story because I'd not actually read up about it before. And just like crying and being like, oh my God, like these animals, like they've come from this horrible place and so, so lucky. And that's such a small percentage, even though to anyone saying, like, oh, you've got hundred pigs, it's mental. But um, <laughs> it's such a small percentage of all the pigs that are in those horrible situations. And I think that really inspired me to like, you know, do more or do as much as I can, kind of thing.
0: Yeah, that's that's lush, yeah. Getting to know these individual stories and inspiring you. yeah that's fab speaking about your experience of this ear tag action what were your feelings leading up to during and then after if you can pinpoint them at all or um, it'll be really interesting to see how your feelings as an activist and as a as a as a human as an animal a human animal yeah went through that experience what was the the journey the emotional journey for that
1: Mm. I mean when I thought of the idea I was definitely just like excited about it um because it was very far off that I'd ever actually have to do it because I was like oh if we raise two grand then I'll do it and the thing went very very slowly for a while (laughs) and it was like yeah this is a great idea this is fine (laughs) but I liked like the imagery and like the way I got to like I don't know like set it all out and talk about how the animals go through this and how doing it in solidarity would be like a powerful thing for me and like represent like you know represent what they go through in like a human form I guess and then I kind of tried not to think about the actual physical tagging other than just organizing the practical things like where I was going to be who was going to do it getting the tags getting the tagging gun that kind of thing until maybe like the day before (laughs) and i know on the day i was super nervous like i couldn't really conceptualize it actually happening and the fact that i was actually going to go through with it and the guy who was doing the tagging put the thing up to my ear and i was just like i was like you can see it on the video like i'm like freaking out for a second and then i just like completely just like close my eyes and just breathe and i've just like just accept the fact that i've got to do this because it's five grand for the sanctuary it's like a powerful thing for the animals to have someone do that and to well hopefully that's the idea anyway <laughs> it was really painful but afterwards I was just kind of relieved that I had actually gone through with it I guess yeah
0: was there any practical obstacles leading up? like you said you got the tags you got the the gun mm. the puncture thing was there a any like queries into changes for you as a human then it would be different for for the non-human animal like was there a specific tag you chose because of the shape of your ear because I can imagine human ears are quite different to sorry I have to touch my ear just to make sure <laughs> what, what it's like. Different to a lot of animals raised for raised for food and for um clothing and that. So was there anything in that regard.
1: Yeah. Um. So obviously I, I did it on the my earlobe and that's a lot smushier than um like the cartilage on, say, like a pig or a cow or a sheep's ear. So we got the smallest tags we could find, just, you know, because, again, my ears are also smaller than, say, a pig's ear. But on the day I was I was going around tagging random things to like test out and see how bad it is and stuff. I had realized that this this small like sheep tag that we'd chosen didn't go through everything properly. And I was really scared that it wouldn't go through my ear properly, but it would like shove the lobe into like the canal of the tag and trap it. And that would be so much more painful than if it pierced. So we ended up going with um, someone had some pig tags on hand, which were a lot bigger. And I couldn't really keep them in because of how big like the circle around it was. It like pushed my earlobe out. And it was the thing that goes through was bigger but it was sharp like it had a metal point on the end so we were more confident that that would go through and pierce it and that was like a change in like the last 20 minutes before it happened
0: wow Wow, yeah imagine if it went the other way that yeah that's um yeah a good choice was there um was there an expected because there was blood i watched the video and there was blood and kind of quite a traumatic not in it highly traumatic but it was like I was averse to that the vision in a in a, in a positive kind of inspired way was there yeah. expectation of blood did you know there was going to be blood and
1: um the blood thing um there was a few of us we were talking about it and I was like well when you tag animals there's not really that much blood and when you pierce your ears there's not much blood so I was expecting to start with that there was going to be no blood and then um a friend of mine um Gina she was um promoting it all over twitter and she'd keep adding like more and more blood to be like the photos to like promote it and i was like oh god did she know something i don't know um but yeah there was there was a bit of blood it was a very manageable amount of blood <laughs> it was
0: really it was really powerful image again it kind of plays to this kind of it seems like the idea of it seems not a small idea but it's an extravagant version of piercing a ear which people do, yeah. people pierce the ears, but seeing that blood, it was like, oh, th- there is this kind of bodily trauma there, which is really, really interesting. Yeah. What was the experience after that? So you said it hurt at the time, did it, how was it the days after?
1: Yeah, it was like, like I'm gonna use the word agony because that's how it felt when it went through and like maybe the like 15, 20 minutes after. Um, I got it all kind of cleaned up as best we could with the tag still in. Um, and then like, I was at Meathwood Sanctuary, so, we just had to get on with looking after all the animals. I was scraping the yard with my ear tagging, like (laughs) spotting all the pigs who had the same one as me, like maybe half an hour later. (laughs) So yeah, but it was, it was awkward to sleep on and it was like painful now and again, like if they got tugged or things afterwards, but, Yeah, I mean, it it was manageable pain-wise in the days after. It was the actual going through and when it was, like, fresh and also taking it out that was, like, really painful. (laughs) It
0: was was the best place to be, wasn't it? Because you're inspired by these animals. The action happens there, and then you interact with these animals again. It would have been a bit, I don't know, a bit more removed if you were doing it somewhere else. So that kind of carried on, which is great. Was there a, on that, was there a kind of a feeling of that was worth it? It was worth doing was there, or was there a kind of, I could have raised five grand by doing something else? Or was it like, yeah, this was, I was meant to do this.
1: There was quite a lot of people like, especially like Twitter trolls and things who were like, you could easily just like do a fundraiser and not have to tag your ear. but. I think anyone who's run a fundraiser or anything like that knows the practicalities. If you put up like a Just Giving page and be like, we're just raising money for this sanctuary and that's it. There's no like shock factor. There's no motivation. There's no if we get to this much, this will happen. People just don't donate. It doesn't happen. Like, so for me, there was never I could have raised five grand without doing it. Like I'd have to do something to raise that five grand. Like that's the most I've ever raised. And it's the most shocking thing i've ever done so i think there's a very um obvious correlation between those two and yeah it definitely felt worth it being at beneath the woods around all the animals and um with sasha who um runs beneath the woods pretty much on her own and knowing that just this like i mean just a little bit of like damage to my ear has raised five grand which can actually do some like really practical things there definitely felt like really worth it and like not that much of a sacrifice really because of where the
0: money's going yeah it's really interesting it's really interesting to think about activist sacrifice from like time sacrifice and money financial sacrifice but also bodily sacrifice and how how far <laughs> we're willing to go like there's activists who brand themselves a 269 movement and then there's this uh, uh, vigils people stand in front of uh, in front of lorries uh, to try and stop them and, yeah. and people get obviously there's been examples of people um being killed that way or being seriously injured so it's really interesting from that point of view would would you would you do that again would you put your body in as part of an action to to raise awareness or money would you sacrifice a body in a, in a, in another way or the same way again to do it again um.
1: I don't really know how to answer that question to be honest um I don't know I think if I had a creative a creative idea um that felt like it made, made sense in the same way that my ear tag idea felt like it made sense to me um then yeah potentially but at the moment I can't think of anything that like I would do that would like involve like hurting my body in any way
0: <laughs> yeah no and that's fine I'm not no, I don't want <laughs> <eating>. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Uh, it's just uh it's it's really interesting just the psyche of of activists in a way out that we want to not want to but we well i suppose we do we want to we want to connect with these individuals that are suffering um on a massive scale and these acts of solidarity are really uh really powerful and kind of hopefully bleed through to upon the pun bleed through to the, the um to people Who may not think about that? Do you think obviously it was a fundraiser, and I'm imagining a lot of people who gave money were vegan or animal rights activists. Do you think there was also a a semi-purpose or a smaller purpose to raise awareness of the suffering, even if it's as small as an ear tag, this highlighting the suffering of of animals to people who maybe don't think about it.
1: I hope so. That was definitely part of the intention. Yeah, I I kind of pushed it as much as I could on social media, um, both the aspects of like raise money for beneath the woods and animals go through this because of how they're kept and because of your choices and things so yeah I I don't I don't know if that happened or if that came off but um I hope it did
0: yeah uh, me too I'm sure it did just the visual the visualization of it is is powerful enough it's really interesting thinking about what you did and others performative creative kind of things where these gestures where It's doing a multiple of things. It's raising awareness. It's raising money. It's raising solidarity. It's also motivating activists. Did you feel like there was a the feedback you got and for yourself in general, did it feel motivational doing that act?
1: Yeah. I mean, a few people said to me, like, Oh, if you get to this certain amount, like I'll do it too, or I'll get a tattoo of an ear tag or something like that, which is really nice to see like people supporting and getting on board with it. So I don't know.
0: (laughs) Yeah. It's uh well, yeah, I hope so. That's really it's really good to hear that there's people inspired by it. Well, I'm inspired by it, so I'm not as brave as you, though. So I don't think I've got, t- I've got small, small lobes. Um, that's no, my I was told
1: I have two small lobes to do it for quite oh, a while. Okay, okay. okay. I didn't know. I decided I no there. There. <laughs> <laughs> um,
0: where do you these just the, this action you did and similar actions that have happened? Do you think? this has a place in animal rights movement as a as an important place like this kind of also thinking of your songwriting and your performing is there a obviously there's a place for it but do you think there should be more of it or or we should be focusing on a certain specific kind of activism or what are your thoughts around that
1: yeah um i think like there's generally like you know there's direct action which is brilliant but a lot of the time that's very like undercover like people don't see it and if we want to reach the general public I think not instead, but definitely as well, we need that more kind of, as you say, performance-based stuff, like whether it's people standing in the high street and showing footage and dressing as animals, whether it's, um, you know, whether it's people tagging their ears and fundraising about it, whether it's people singing about it, whether it's whatever people can do, like, you know, big protests with, like, signs and all that kind of stuff. So people can see it. So it's visually there for people who didn't know about it to start with. It needs to happen, like, alongside the direct action, um, I think. So yes, I think, likely. like, every angle of activism is really valid. And I think it's kind of a waste of time to be, like which one's the best one though which one should we do which one should we shun like like do what you feel is right for you and do what you feel is effective and what if you keep doing it looks like it's effective like
0: yeah which you're a shining example of by the things that you've you've done with your creative practice and your actors and for sure Thank you, Abby, for your time, and thank you, the listener, for listening to this episode. We have loads of episodes before this one as well, so if you haven't already, please do give them a listen. This podcast is available on loads of platforms, including YouTube, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts. So please do have a look around, and please do share, and please do check out Abby's work under the name Animal Autonomy, which is on YouTube and Instagram. She's got some great videos on there, including a recent pig rescue, as well as uh, amazing songs that she posts on there. There's more conversations to come, so stay tuned. And in the meantime, thanks for listening and goodbye.